Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, we have Whitney and Danielle of 183 Fit Training out of Lumberton, Texas. Guys, what's going on? How are you today? Hey, Joe. What's up? How are you? I am. It's a Monday. I'm excited to have you guys here. I'm excited to to dive into this business and and pick your brain and see kind of your experiences, both positive and probably not so positive. We're in the fitness industry. Everybody here Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast knows it's not sunshine and rainbows all the time, but I don't want to paint on your canvas, guys. Before we get too deep into strategy and tactics and whatnot from a business standpoint, give us a little bit of context here. What is this business? What is this about? When you describe the gym to people, what do you tell them? I would say when we describe 183Fit, it is one of the most welcoming facilities in the area or in general. Um, super just non-judgmental because we know that it can be intimidating walking into a gym, any kind of gym, doesn't matter. Um, Very mom and pop, I know about your sister, mom, aunt type of situation. Um, Small town, we've all grown up with each other. And honestly, I mean, a lot of our business is word of mouth, which is the best you can have. but you have to provide a welcoming place, right? Um, yeah. People are not going to come back if if they don't feel that, that, hey, how are you? What's your name? All right, I'm going to say it during the workout, which Danielle is really great at, you know? Yeah. And so we'll certainly, we'll certainly dive in on the marketing aspect of this and how you get people in the doors to begin with. But before that, take us back a little bit to, to the inception of this Walk me through kind of what the goal was when we originally started and and how we got here to begin with. Yeah, just like Whitney said, I mean, I grew up here. I've been here, well, I'm 50 years old. I've been here since second grade. So I do know every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the area, um, in the community. But um, like we talked a little bit earlier, uh, I have been in this facility, this old Lumberton Fitness facility uh, in this building for 23 years. Um, we closed down Lumberton Fitness at the end of 1999, and I was like, oh, goodness, what am I going to do next? Um, my clientele, my personal tri- clientele and my members, family and friends that I knew said, what are you going to do next? So when I knew that they were uh, really willing to go with me wherever I went, um, the owner of the, the, the prior business said, hey, let's do this. So I closed off the, uh, half of this facility um, and brought hit classes and Les Mills uh, body pump to this back area of this old gym. Uh, we're starting our 10th year uh, in December. And so that's where we started. Yeah. And so this was, this was kind of born out of necessity more so Correct. than anything else. It wasn't Correct. quite planned, but here we are, right? Yeah. I mean, ten, year, 10 years later, we must be doing something right to be yeah, able to still be here. I, I raised Whitney in this uh, older gym. I mean, she watched and sat in my office and I personal trained when she was little. She grew up here. And so the best thing for me 
not only for my income and daily life, is to help this community and stay open. So that was my next option, and it was the best thing for myself and my family. Sure. And so 10 years in business, what's been, or more than 10, but 10 years specifically with you at the helm, what's been your favorite part about running this business? And then follow up that with what's been the hardest part, most challenging part about running this business? Um, I mean, favorite part, it's family and friends for 20 and 30 year relationships that I could continue to open somewhere that it's not only health related, it's truly community and family here and accountability with one another. Um, yeah, at the beginning, of course, it was all rainbow and sunshines and all the good things because it's something new. And along with the, you know, the healthcare industry, um, you know, it's, it's rainbows and sunshine sometimes, and it's just a lot of peaks and valleys. Um, mm -hmm. But it's positive for me because this is my livelihood. Um, we have developed everything from family and friends. Um, but yeah, of course, there's been ups and downs, obviously, especially through the COVID years. Um, it wasn't too smart as gym owners to be open for those two, those two years of COVID. It was very, very tough. Um, we made it through that. And um but yeah, I mean, month to month, we're seeing amazing, uh, especially the last two years after Whitney started running the facility. Um, it is just going, I mean, she's younger with the technology and all the good things. <laughs> Typically so, a weak point for us in the industry. All the fun stuff. And she wants to do all the financial stuff. And I'm like, go right ahead. But we yeah, need I mean, those people like, in fitness. Yeah, yeah, just like anything. And, you know, this economy right now, this is not a necessity to most, you know, and it's hard for me to not make members learn going, hey, let's take out a Sonic day or let's take out a restaurant night or whatever. Make this priority in your life, because especially after these COVID years, we need to be healthy, you know, so we made it through COVID. These last two years were, you know, peaks and valleys, like I said, but we're really on the right track now. Yeah. Now, Whitney, you mentioned earlier kind of what's proven fruitful for you thus far is the, the word of mouth, kind of people sharing it with friends, family, whoever is meaningful in their life. What other marketing strategies have you tried? People listen to this podcast for, for a variety of reasons, but a number of them cite that they're looking for ways to get more people or new people in through the doors. What have you tried? What's worked and what hasn't? I would say <laughs> we've tried it, not all, because I, I'm super uh, adamant on keeping within the budget. Like I'm super strict about that. Um, so I'm going to look for the free platforms first. I feel like that is the smartest. Facebook, Instagram, um, being marketing strategies that I know everyone's sitting on. Everyone's scrolling through TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, as much as we don't want to kind of super heavily rely on those things, it's just the reality to, of today and, and this time, right? Um, so I know people are just sitting on social, so I'm going to give them something to look at right? I'm going to give them something that makes them think, hey, maybe I should try that gym that's down the road. Hey, let me, let me try something that my friend's doing. They're doing a challenge at that gym and I want to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. 
Um, of course, we'll we'll boost ads. We'll you know pay for marketing here and there, but. I'm all about, okay, this is what works. Let's go with it instead of what doesn't, which probably has been, uh, I would say, I don't know what has not worked in, in marketing. Like, I guess blindly like donating to a fundraiser and like donating to a three month membership to sure. so-and-so's fundraiser, whatever. And then them not really cash it in like things yeah. like that. Like, yeah. I guess. Our- yeah. I, I, let me ask the question a little bit differently. Cause I think everything works to some degree at yeah. least it's, I guess what's going to be most effective and, and provide the biggest ROI for you guys. You mentioned a lot of that comes through social media yeah. No, no surprise there. The fitness industry lives and dies by social media and kind of Facebook and Instagram are, are certainly leading the charge there. Randomly or, or sporadically, at least it sounds like we've boosted posts. How effective has that been for you guys? Cause I talked to a lot of people in our industry who either swear by it, they have unbelievable yeah. results or they're kind of jaded because they've burnt money and unnecessarily, yeah. where do we find ourselves in that? I, I would say it's been 50, 50. And uh, honestly, we're doing, I mean, we're the jack of all trades, right? We're doing everything from A to Z. Am I the most creative person? Probably not. You know, am I the most creative person to, you know, create a, an eye catching ad? Probably not, but I do what I know, or I'll ask for help. Like I'm the first person saying, Hey, I don't know this. Let me go to somebody that I know knows this subject, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, but I'll say it's 50, 50, like depending on what, what time of year, what Mm -hmm. type of post, um, who the audience is right now in real time changes, you know, um, I, I would say some of it really, really works. Some of it doesn't, but I feel like that's the risk, right? That's the risk of spending money on ads. Marketing in a nutshell is a trial and error game for the yeah. most part. It's uh, a lot of the time it's throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Take me to the next step in the process, right? We, we get a lead in hypothetically from wherever it comes from. Walk me through what a typical sales process looks like for you guys. Who are they talking with? What's that conversation like and, and what are they signing up for? They're probably talking with me the majority of the time. I have my cell and my in our email linked to any call to action button, any kind of lead generation software that we're using. Um, so they're talk they're talking to me the majority of the time. And honestly, they're they're coming to the table already having a need, right? I'm looking for a gym. I need to gain muscle. I need to lose weight. Do you have nutrition? Do you have a bathroom? Like the simplest uh, of questions that you think that would be common sense, really just, they don't know. Like, is it all, is it all women? Is it all, is it both? So they're the majority talking to me and I sell them on the spot. Be like, Hey, this is what's going on. Oh yeah. Okay. And they'll be like, okay, here's my credit card number. Put me in. And so I do, you know, um, we use a software system called club ready and I absolutely love it. Um, it has everything that we need yeah. to fully function here and make this place run like a well-to-old machine is in that platform. Um, yeah. and it's honestly a quick sign up and 
that's it. Are the majority of people signing up for a group training program for personal training combination yeah, of both? I would, say, I would say Danielle gets her a lot of her personal training clients through her social media or through her circle of friends that have told you know their friends about her then she'll get an inquiry about it um the majority of all my inquiries that i get are group training for you guys as a business at least moving forwards are you focused on one or the other or both in terms of kind of increasing membership and revenue i would say both because there's a need there's a need for both but there's only so much time in the day right that we have the primary class times that you can have in the a.m and the p.m and then in between that time is where she fits in her personal training clients that brings us to a, a fun question then oh God, we fill fun. this out we fill this out we we've got group training classes filled to the brim we've got personal training slots being used in between where does your attention shift after that kind of hypothetical scenario? Have we thought big picture where we want to take this business? I've thought big picture. I don't know if Danielle has. <laughs> um, all of our nutrition coaching is with me and it's online. Again, it's there's only so much time in the day and you want to see client after client after client, right? Or build a program or a, a six, eight, 12 week program that somebody that can just purchase. Um, if they don't want to come in here, if they don't live here, I know somebody in every single state of this United yeah. country is the word I was looking for. <laughs> the word I was looking for. So they can't come to Lumberton, Texas and offer what we or I offer every day. Right. But they can meet with me online. So big picture, I would say, I want to build a program. I mean, and we've seen it every day, all day on social and suggested ads and all this stuff. Right. But I believe that we have something and the listeners can't see me pointing to each other <laughs> um, that, that we have something to offer the majority of people, whether you're having, you know, I mean, I could go every which way, Joe. So you, you need to dial it's it in on the questions. <laughs> I, I say it's an exciting question because you can take it in whatever direction right. you want. It's the marketplace is evolving. How people buy and what they buy is different than three, five, ten years ago. I think there's always going to be a place for in-person fitness, but that online digital component is really, really 1000% big portion of the market now. And so I think it makes sense for you guys to kind of diversify, right? We're always going to have a service for the people of Lumberton. Right. But there's a there's a lot more out there than, yeah, than just Lumberton, our, Texas. Our, some of our members move, but they still want 183 fit experience or they want nutrition experience, right? And they only want to see what we're doing through social media, but they're not getting the full effects somewhere else. You know, so if we, if we did, I mean, this is a big, a big project, but eventually, yeah, I want to see a lot of it go online. Um, I know what I'm doing. I, I do a lot on, on the side. So this is 
Danielle's baby since day one. I've come in and helped her the last two, going on three years um, to really just evolve it and pivot and grow it, which it has done. But I also have my things on the side too. So it just, it, it looks a little different, but it, all in all, I want to see, see a lot of it go online if possible. But with my concern just online and not having facility or not personal training and just doing online stuff is the accountability. Mm. We want our friends and family next to us three to five times a week. You sure. know, we want one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, for the account accountability. You know, I can put something online for my clients. Are they going to do it to their best of their ability at home by themselves? So that that's a concern for me um, and where we go for the future. Yeah, all, all questions that we as an industry need to figure out. And I think is I don't think there's one one size fits all kind of answer, but it'll be interesting to see how that shapes up for you guys and, and how that's implemented moving forward. And guys, we're running a bit shy on time here, but we'll have to check in with you again down the road to see how that looks. It sounds like there's a number of cards to be played. And, and so I'm excited to see what that, that future looks like for you. Before we get out of here, why don't you tell people where they can learn a little bit more about 183? Is there a website? Is there the social media you mentioned earlier? Where can people find you guys? Yeah, so we're on Google, I mean, Google, all socials, Facebook, and Instagram as um, 183Fit Training Facility on all platforms. So I make it super easy. There's all kind of call to action buttons. You can call us, email us, follow us on social. We like to put out some fun community stuff and, um, you know, and some free content and valued content that, you know, anybody can view and have a little fun seeing what we're doing over here. That's fantastic. Guys, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your willingness to share. I think conversations like this amongst people in the industry and, and kind of debating and brainstorming are really, really important coming out of a pandemic and moving forward in a rebounding market. I'm yeah, excited to see what the <laughs> for you. Talk about COVID. <laughs> we are more than sick of talking about COVID, believe yeah, me. Sure. So we'll put that in the back of our mind and, and save it for another day. Guys, I can't thank you enough for your time. I wish you nothing but the best moving forwards. Thanks, Joe. Nice Joe. meeting thank you. you. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Warren from Build a Beast out of Dallas, Texas. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Good, Brooke. 
Good. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here, for taking some time to spend with us to tell us more about your fitness business. Before we dive in, give us a brief background. Ultimately, what was it that led to you opening up Build a Beast? I was on my heart. I started personal training around 12 years ago. I had a company called Bodies by Dubs. It was just me. I did in-home training here in DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth. And uh, as, as I grew, um, the demand outweighed the supply. I couldn't help out any more clients. And more and more people wanted and liked the idea of a trainer coming to them. And so in 2016, I founded the company Build a Beast Fitness, which is what it says on my hat and on my shirt. It's building the best version of you. That's, that's our whole motto, Brooke. And it's to help more clients, more trainers get into their passion. So more trainers in their passion to help more clients around the world reach their health and fitness goals by having a trainer come to them. Yeah, it's definitely very accessible. Um, and for a lot of people, that's like hard, um, you know, finding transportation to the gym, et cetera. So you're really taking out that difficult part. And for a lot of people, it's just like walking in the front door of the gym is the hardest part. So you take that uh, little aspect out of things. Um, definitely very, very neat. Not something that I've heard a lot of people doing in 2022, but I definitely think there is a market for it. Obviously you've proven that. Um, so kind of give us your best elevator pitch of build a beast, who you are, the different set levels of service that you guys provide. Paint that picture for our listener. Yes, ma'am. So we're, we're the Uber of fitness. And so we make it easy for you. Um, instead of having to go to a gym, especially in a COVID area, where we're talking about different diseases and illnesses out there, or, uh, knowing, you know, having to be around people, a lot of people want privacy. So let us give you privacy in the comfort of your home, cleanness of your home, and we come to you. We know that you're busy. You may have kids, a busy work life, or just a busy work home life. And we just make it easy for you to reach your goals with our trainers. Okay. And then on top of that, you have a few different levels of, of services here. So you have the in-home and then you also have some virtual and some corporate. Would you mind sharing with us what those areas of the business look like? Yeah, absolutely. So in-home training, Brooke, is as simple as we meet wherever you want us to meet you at, whether that's at your house, your complex apartment, gym, your work, or at a local park or a gym that allows trainers in there. Uh, the other one is corporate wellness. Now that, when you say corporate, that goes across the board. I mean, we have corporations uh, like NTTA, like Wingstop, like Ready Ice, many of them out there. We've got insurance companies that we go to, but we also go to your local uh, senior active living place, um, your active uh, home, home uh, living spots for older elderly people and couples. We also do schools, we do government uh, agencies uh, where we train their employees. And then we do virtual training. Uh, that's probably one of our most exciting ones because just like we're on this call here, Brooke, we do that all around the world, uh, no, no matter what time zone you're on. And so uh, we do virtual training. Uh, Nina handles a lot of that and, and uh, doing a great job there. So uh, we're able to do it real time via Zoom. 
Yeah, what I think is super exciting about this model is I think that in all three areas, corporate, in-home, and virtual, there's huge potential and opportunity for growth. Um, and so because you kind of have all three branches on this tree here, um, super exciting to see kind of how this business is going to grow and evolve. Um, so next question here that I have for you, you know, it sounds like the bread and butter of what you guys have to offer is kind of that in-home um, training. So how many trainers do you have working for you? How many clients do you guys have? Yeah, praise God. We got 41 trainers as of today and about 450 to 460 active uh, training clients. The majority of those are in person. Um, so we, we run, uh, uh, Nina and Courtney have the numbers on this, but we run so many sessions a day, so many sessions an hour that they have down, but uh, it's, it's been awesome. A lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds huge. I mean, 450 clients. Now, where do, is this all in the Dallas area or is it kind of like spread around the country? How, it's how does spread that... around, Brooke. It's, uh, so D of Dallas is a hub, uh, probably 75% of our clients there. But when we got Austin, one of our lead, area lead trainers, Joey, holding it down. He's got a whole team there in Austin, Texas. Uh, they take about 25% of our other clients in person. So 75% Dallas, 25%. Austin, and then we're about to launch Houston, Texas. So that's where we want to help more people get more trainers into their passion. So that's awesome. I know a lot of people out in the Austin area, and I think that this could do really well there. Um, so, you know, my question to you is how are you growing? How are people hearing about the services that you provide? Where are you spreading the word? A lot of it's word of mouth. Uh, it's doing the best job. So we recruit the best trainers. We got our phenomenal uh, HR admin, Courtney Kaiser, and she recruits the best. And so from there is we get you results and we, we, uh, we build with you. And so uh, with that being said, the goal is to be so great that you start screaming our name to people so that we help more people out. That's the whole goal. So we, we're all about getting you results and helping you become the best version of yourself. So Word of mouth yeah. is probably our biggest one. When we're helping our clients see results, naturally, they're going to talk. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to share pictures on social media, whatever. And so people hear about us that way. And, and we love word of mouth. Like in this business, it's great because word of mouth is free. We just have to have a quality service. And that's really it. Um, but is it enough to take us to the level that we want to go? Usually it can, but the rate at which it happens is very unpredictable. Um, we can't say, hey, this month we're going to grow by 47 new clients through word of mouth only. Um, there's no way to predict the rate at which people are going to talk. As much as we wish there was, there's really not. Um, do you supplement your efforts with any other kind of um, tricks to get new clients? Uh, of course, of course. Um, I wouldn't say tricks, but of course, we definitely do. We do online marketing, SEO. Um, we do a variety of ways. So um, all kinds of things. We're always exploiting new things. In fact, right now we're doing uh, mail outs. So there's always something going on that we're doing to reach more and more people. Definitely. And in 2022, what we've seen in this industry is that digitally, 
that is like going on digital platforms. That is the best way for us to find our clients. And, you know, where you have this virtual platform as part of something that you're doing, we're already going to be able to reach the people who are already online. Um, so it is kind of a great place to go and look. So you mentioned some SEO stuff. Do you guys utilize social media at all to help with your growth, um, help you guys find new clients? Absolutely. Our, fa our fabulous sales director, Nina Lopez, she holds it down on Facebook, uh, primarily Facebook. And, and we do a little bit of Instagram stuff here, but primarily Facebook because uh, a lot of our crowd, which is typically 30s and up in age, we do get some 20s, but 30s and ups are on Facebook. So we use that platform to reach a lot of clients, especially when we talk about virtual training uh, and in-home training, um, joining groups, uh, getting people to shout us out. That's a big part of what we do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. When utilized properly, Facebook, Instagram, they are great places for us to find our clients. And what I see is that usually the people who need us the most are the people who don't know that we exist. Maybe they mm -hmm. don't already have a friend that's, you know, working with us otherwise would have, would not have known, but they see something pop up on their Facebook and they're like, huh, they'll come to me. Maybe I should check this out. Um, so it's good to hear that you have a presence in those areas. Um, my next question that I kind of like to touch on here on the podcast is I, I think of it as a pretty good talking point because there's value in talking about the good stuff, but there's also value in talking about the challenges and the things that are kind of standing in our way of where we want to go. So what would you consider to be your biggest business related challenge or bottleneck? And what do you feel like you're going to do to overcome that? Yeah, that's a great question. There's a lot of them, Brooke. Uh, but I'm going to tell you straight up, within Build-A-Beast, and we're talking about this with our culture, our family, uh, and I say family because our trainers, they're not just trainers. We're actually a family. We do calls, all kinds of things every week um, and group hangouts. But our biggest thing is uh, area um, targeting. We want to get better at geo-targeting, meaning uh, we want trainers to be able to stay in a relative location um, so that they don't have to travel more than 15 minutes ideally for a client. We have a few trainers that we've gotten better at getting them in position to win. So they travel five, 10 minutes. Some of them even walk to their clients all day. That's ideal for us so that not only for number one, we want our trainers to feel comfortable and be able to get to their clients early, but we want our clients to have always, for us to always be early and there for them ready to go. So with mobile training, the um, conundrum that we face is that it's hard to target. And so some of our trainers end up driving 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And so if you imagine, Brooke, if you drove 30 minutes somewhere, you do a one hour workout, well, we're at an hour and a half. Now you drive back, no traffic. Well, that's two hours spent on one session. And a lot of times that tires trainers out. And so you end up having to go through a higher rotation of trainers to get enough trainers to make it work. So that's the biggest uh, issue that we're going to eventually crack down. Yeah, no, that's a really, really challenging one and not, not one that I definitely have. I'm like, Hey, this is what you need to do. I don't really have a solution for that because this is a unique kind of uh, situation, something that you are dealing with. Um, and I can understand, you know, from the trainer's perspective, like that is a lot of sitting in the car and not being face to face with clients. And I'm assuming they use their own cars, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So that, that can be tough. Yeah. Um, 
definitely a, a pretty unique to you type challenge, but something that you can definitely overcome. Um, but to kind of supplement that question, I want to ask you, you know, where are you looking to take this business down the road? You can have everything that you've ever wanted. I hand you a magic wand. What would that picture look like? What are some of the big goals that you want to accomplish for Build a Beast Fitness? So are you saying overall down to longevity or up close goals right now? Let's let's actually break it down. Um, so what are the goals you're chasing right now? Immediate goals. And then let's talk more long-term after that. Okay, so the immediate goals are to get to 100 trainers and to get to 1,000 clients. We're halfway at both, basically. Uh, we're, we're tipping line. Say we're at 41. We're about to bring on about eight or nine more trainers here soon. Uh, so we'll be halfway to 100. Uh, and then clients, we're getting close to 500. So we're halfway to 1,000. So 100 client or 100 trainers, 1,000 clients um, is the immediate goal. Mm -hmm. And with that immediate goal, what is vital for you to focus on right now? as the business currently stands to make that a reality sooner rather than later? The current focus right now, and it's, that's a good question because there's like a thousand focuses, right? When you own a company. But if I had to say one focus right now, um, <clears throat> keep doing what we're doing, keep growing. is to keep uh, promoting in the areas that we're promoting and, and um, yeah, just to keep growing the way we are, just keep going. And we need to push up, we need to make a harder push here as mm -hmm. we hit the new year um, and, and we'll be there. Yep, continuing put, put, putting your face out there into the community, letting people know that you are a business that exists, a really convenient business mm -hmm. uh, and just showing people that. Um, and then on top of that, like long-term, Big, big, big goals, no limitations here. What does that look like? The big goal in the end, and I tell this to everybody, is put our family in position to win. Um, ideally, is to be the number one fitness company in the world. Uh, I would love to have a $700 million evaluation. So when we talk about that, let's, let's talk about dominating the market, uh, whatever that market is, right, of the fitness market. If it's 10% of the fitness market, dominating that market and being able to come out with not only in-home virtual and corporate wellness, but let's start talking about products. Cause now once you have the people, if you get, once we have 10,000 people we're serving or 50,000 people, now you can distribute a lot of products. Um, now we can create workout gear, mats, uh, bands, different workout attire, more clothing line. Uh, the goal is definitely be the number one fitness company uh, in the world. That's huge. And I definitely feel like you have what it takes to go to that level. A lot of people are all talk, but it sounds like you've really like done a very good job branding yourself thus far. And so those things are not something that are not possible in the foreseeable future. Um, now, what role do you hope to play in this business as it continues to grow? Developing leaders. I want to continue to develop leaders within the company um, and be the oversight seer, you know, and, and whether 
you know, whatever we do, if we, if we keep it the same, then just developing more and more leaders out. I want to build out more positions, uh, not just sales directors. But I've already talked to our leaders, our area leaders. And that was a position we built out, praise God, in the last two years is, is area leaders. But now we want them to, I say, I tell them, I don't want you to be stagnant. If, if you're a star, we want you to be a director. Uh, we want you to be a vice president. We want to move up, be a manager um, to where now you showcase your uh, talents even more. You oversee more trainers, more clients, and uh, you're using your skill set, all your skill set that you've been created with even more. Definitely. So, you know, because you have plenty of experience in this industry, I want to ask, what would you say you would give as a piece of advice to somebody who maybe just started their own fitness business and, um, you know, you want to share something that, that, that you learned along the way. Yeah. Um, that there's a certain character that's required to reach different levels and to go, if you don't have that character, that's where, where we call failures or things happen to develop that character. And if you go through those things, uh, those things that don't work, the setbacks, if you go through them and, and learn from them, then you advance and that character is now ready for the next level. And so I, I tell this to our team and a lot of our trainers, Brooke, as you probably guess, you know, they're, they're business minded, probably 90% of our companies business minded. So everybody has their own, everybody wants to build a gym. Everybody wants to be the online trainer of the world. And I tell them, that's great, let's do it. And I wanna help you build something bigger than what we've built here. But uh, be ready to embrace struggles. Like it's, it's, it's brought me to my knees, tears, a lot of things. And, and so, and the reason is because it's had to develop character. And mm -hmm. so uh, some of the things we do now, a lot of things we do now, it feels like it's just been repeated over because I've gone through this thing for the last six, seven years. And I've seen over, I've hired over 200 trainers. So it's all come through learning experience, failures that, hey, let's change it this way. And you're always learning, always learning to become better. Yeah, I, I always tell people like you always have to continue to network and learn. Like if you want to become a successful business owner, you should take every opportunity that you can to learn something from, from people because there's always somebody out there that knows something that you don't know that could be beneficial for you and, and your growth. Um, so I feel like that's a pretty good place for us to end things here, but I want to give you a chance to shout out your website. Where can our listeners go if they want to learn more about Build a Beast? Yes, ma'am. It is babpersonaltrainer.com. B as in boy, A as in apple. B as in boy, personal training dot com if you're on instagram at bab personal training facebook at bab personal training build a beast. easy enough to find thank you so much for being here today it was truly a pleasure and um listeners thanks for tuning in don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes please hit like and subscribe and if you want to join us for an episode here at the gym lords podcast Fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. 
The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Chris Barton with Majestic Boxing and PT out of the UK. What is going on, Chris? How you doing, hey, man? What's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Very good. Very good. There we go. There we go. We're excited to have you on. And uh, I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Majestic Boxing. But yeah, uh, let's give the viewers some perspective and some understanding about the facility if we can. So um, if you can, uh, Chris, put like a little estimate here. How many members are you serving currently? Uh, we've generally got about 40 members and that's uh, classes and P2 clients and boxers so yeah around roughly 40 gotcha and um you know for you chris i mean what's been the best method of getting new people interested and through the door uh word of mouth it's got to be the best way um if you're good at what you do and you you, you put in that extra mile that extra bit of work with people then it, it will come to you and if you like you say, if you if you're good at what you do, it, it that gets round and people just come to you. That's how that's how that's how I've been been doing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's I mean that's obviously a a thanks to how good your service is, right? When you're good at what you do, people talk well about you guys. And I think that's awesome. And so, kind of kind of curious here, man. I mean, like you know, you're at that forty mark or so. I mean, let's say hypothetically leads traffic clients all these things were hypothetically unlimited how much higher mm. could you go so, so if we had the internet and everything was sort of flying and, and it was all going really well you mean um realistically if all that was firing i don't do a lot of stuff like that anymore i used to i used to really push the social media stuff and the instagram and the facebook and i don't do so much of it now but if that like you say if you question what you know how well would it do I'd probably be looking at taking on staff and training them to be, well, do what I do in the way that I do it. That's yeah. how I, that's how I would go. That's how I'd make the business grow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably one of the hardest things to do, but when you mm. can make it happen, it, it's majestic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Everything is. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I'm curious here, you know, um, Chris, I'm not sure if you're a one man team and you can clarify if you are or you're not. But how are you able to track and manage, you know, how long clients have been with you? Uh, if they're looking to sign up, cancel, all these metrics, how are you able to track those numbers? Oh, it, it sounds crazy. Well, it may sound crazy, especially after many, many years of boxing, but it's all it's all in my head. 
I keep up to date with everybody uh, weekly. I see these people weekly. Um, and to be honest, it's not, it runs deeper than client and members. It's not really like that. We don't really like that. We're like a family. That's, that's how it is. Um, and, you know, that, well, that's how I keep on top of it. I'm always in touch with everybody. And I see these people every week. And it's like I say, it's a family. So yeah, that's how I keep on top of it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think when you create such a tight knit community where you know everybody on a first name, maybe even last name basis, mm. that's huge. That's huge. not everybody can do that. So yeah, uh, want to throw a little bit of a longer winded question at you, Chris. A good question in itself. And um, if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. But mm. you know, in the fitness and gym world, there's about three pillars of business we use most prominently, right? And that's going to be number one, your lead generation right? Which is your marketing, getting people through the door. Number two, it's going to be your acquisition, which is just your sales, right? Getting somebody from an interested client to a paying client. And then number three is going to be your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those mm. three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Uh, retention is, is perfect. Like I've had clients and members that have been with me like, we, we we started nine years ago, and I've still got people who who, you know, these members that have you know, been with me since day one, and I, I highlighted this in the in the group chat the other day. Um, so as as far as retention goes, it's it's all good. And the thing is with us, with me, if people go, you know, they may try somewhere else and and get services elsewhere. But generally, these people come back. I don't have that. Always have. We always have an open door policy. So. And people leave for whatever reason, they're always welcome back. So retention's never really been a problem. When it was the other thing, can you say the other things again? Sorry. Yeah, uh, it's lead generation and acquisition. So marketing and sales. Yeah. So sales and marketing, all the, the majority of my business now comes from Instagram. So me putting on a post that's like um, teaching people how to do certain things or putting quotes on. These are the things that generate the, the um generate customers for me um so yeah oh i've got that right yeah yeah no no that's great like i said there's always no wrong answer i think that's that's great i appreciate you going in depth on all of them there mm, and uh no problem i've got two more questions for you chris my two favorite questions what's the bigger picture for you let's say five ten years down the road what are you really trying to accomplish um just to maintain the reputation that we've got, maintain the reputation that we've got, because the reputation is is uh, above all else what matters. And, it, and it, if we're making a difference in people's lives, which we are, everything we do is positive, whether that's a boxing or whether it's teaching people how to lift weights, resistance training, whatever it is, it's making a positive impact. So if we're still doing that in ten years, great. Ideally, I wouldn't be doing as as much in the gym, but. Again, what we we touched on before when you when you start taking on staff, if that's what your plan is to to teach somebody to to be essentially be you or um do do uh, run things the majestic way, this is when maybe the problems can can start because um you know yourself when you run a business you you can be a control freak and you like things the way you like things and then when you've got to involve other people and these these when things can 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 go a little bit wrong but we're not there we're not there maybe i'm just 
got a negative. I remember I was I used to work years ago for 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 a great company, and it just wasn't fitness. This was something else. And and I remember the lady who trained me said, "You'll only ever have problems when you take staff on. If it's your business and your business and you're running, you'll be great. But when you have staff and you've got to deal with all these other people, that's when it can become a bit of a problem. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, look, I mean, I think I have a bit from experience. It's like you have to, the same way your clients try to see if they're a good fit to spend money with you, you should be spending that time trying to find out if this mm. employee is a good fit to work with us. And mm. just like, it's the yeah. same thing, vice versa. So uh, I've got one last question for you, Chris, my favorite question. And it's, it's simple, right? If you can go back in time here to when you first started the gym, sit yourself mm. down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started. What would that advice be for you? Uh, stay positive because uh, people people come and go. There's a guy, the guy came, came into the, a short documentary on, on me and about my success in the fitness industry and, and how far I've come and stuff and the, and the boxing. And then um, I've said it in, in, in essentially in that interview and it was basically that what will be will be and life was a revolving door and when I first started doing classes I was always trying to keep a hold of everybody and like this person can't leave and I've got to be doing this and I've got to be and I was almost like in a state of, of panic and fear of losing these people but then as time goes on you, you people come and go uh, life is a revolving door and people come back around and if you, as long as you keep your mindset positive then you will attract that back to you and it's as simple as that so try and be positive. So, so cut, cut a long story short, just it's all good. It's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. There's rough days and there's rough weeks, but it's, it's all going to work out. There we go. There we go. Look, well, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode, Chris. But uh, before we sign out, if you have any social media, Facebook, website, please let the viewers know where can they find out more about you and the gym. Uh, we are pretty much mostly on Instagram now. We have got a Facebook page, but Instagram is, of course, Majestic Boxing. Um, yeah, so that's what we do. There's a lot of other stuff that we, we that I'm involved in now that isn't just boxing, um, outside of the gym. So, yeah, so we're quite an well. I, I hope that we're quite an interesting page to to follow because it's not just about boxing, the fitness. It's about it's about other things, moving into other things. So, all good. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution mm -hmm. to the podcast, and I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here. Awesome. And to everybody thank else you so much. Today, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for having tuned me in today. We appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us to talk about your fitness business, click link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords. Out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.